Uh, Father, uh, open our ears to hear, uh, Lord, and our eyes to see, to see you in a new way, in a new light. Uh, Lord, and not just to be hearers of the word, but to be a doer of your word, to receive that word and let it grow exponentially within us, to change us more and more into the image of your son. Uh, Father, thank you for each one here. I pray your blessings over them. And I pray your blessings over this church, uh, Lord, that uh, Holy Spirit would fall and have his way here today in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I tell you what, we're going to jump into the fun stuff right out here. Get everybody loosened up, little icebreakers. Is that all right? Now, everybody that came in received the ticket, correct? If you didn't, Jake, you got what, three? No, <laughs> I'm teasing. We're going back and forth. I said, only get one. But today, um, the message is called Special Delivery. And I thought about this a little bit. Have you ever been just waiting for something, man, waiting for that mailman to bring something? You know? Come on. Come on, some QVC folks. HSN. Everybody raise them hands, man. I tell you. I was teasing one time before. We, we, we use a lot of home shopping network. And you know it's bad when the guy recognizes your car when you're at a place to eat. And he just puts it in the back of your truck. He goes, hey, save me a trip. I said, okay, it's all right. You know, that's, you know you, you're doing a little business with him. But, you know, we, we get uh, waiting and anticipating for that gift. And I pray today, uh, as we just uh, celebrate Palm Sunday, and we're going to jump into that a little bit, I thought we'd start out with a little something, a little before. Does that sound good? So everybody got their ticket, say amen. amen. That's everybody. Everybody ready to win something, say amen. amen. Man, I think that was even louder on that one. Okay. I got to have my sunshine come up here and help me out. Can you help us, bud, out? Grab your ticket. Oh, you go ahead and give your ticket to your dad. So just, just play it safe. All right. We're keeping it all above board. All above board. I need you to pick out one of those tickets, please. All right. All right. Here we go. I got my glasses on. Everybody ready? I guess we can just do the last three. Is that okay? Do the last one. <laughs> all right. How about I'll do the last four. How we go? 25, 21. Side. Don't open it yet. Just grab one of those. Anyone you like. And just uh, grab one and go around there. Okay, there you go. Good choice. All right, ready? Here we go. Everybody's getting nervous now. <laughs> All right. Okay, 25 13. That's sunshine. Oh, get, get something. All right, Jeff, that means you got to come over. <laughs>
Jesus was coming in uh, this time of year, right? 
It's called a triumphal entry. It's hard to say that. Triumphant entry. Coming back in. And people were, were saying, man, yes. He's the one. This is it. This is it. And I don't want to get too much of my sermon out here, but I'm just going to show you that. They were looking for a king. And here comes the king. But they were looking for a worldly king. They were looking for a... Let me get this on here. Sorry. They were looking for a worldly king, and they were also looking for one to, to free them from the oppression from the Romans, okay? But Jesus came to do so much more, amen? And see, sometimes we think it's just going to be a certain way, a certain color. It's going to go down like this and all that. But he came special delivery for so much more. So with that being said, how about you open yours? Come on, let's see what you got. All right. Now, each one of these, each one of these has, has a spiritual meaning, right? See, a lot of times we don't think we measure up in the world. But in Christ, you measure up just fine. Amen? So you can sit right on down. Come on down. There we go. All right, let's see what you got. Dig in. I'm going to get out the runway. I'm going to talk from back here. Yeah. Look at you. What does he got? What does he got? Dig in, dig in. It's a, it's a screwdriver, right? Pocket knife and a screwdriver. And when we found that, I thought, you know, sometimes we have to make adjustments in our life to line up with the Lord. And sometimes what happens is we got to cut away the, the, the old things and step into the freshness of the new. So you're doing good. Come on, grab a seat. We're going to keep on rolling. Sorry, Tim. All right. What else we got? Your turn. What does she got? Ah, she got the little walking meter. Pedometer. Is that what it's called? All right, very good. But you know what? With that, we can stay in step with God. Amen? Amen. Very good. All right. Come on down. You did good. All right, Miss Debbie. Poof. I don't know where it is either. I can't remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. An assortment. God likes an assortment, right? Because we're all a little different. But we're all his top choice. Amen? Very good. Very good. All right, Miss Moore, what do you got? Looking good. What do we got? The joy of the Lord is our strength. There you go. Isn't that something? The joy of the Lord is our strength. All right, Robert. You've been waiting. What do you got there? Man. Stick with God. All right, babe, what do you got? What do you got in there? Oh, marshmallow. We gotta have a we gotta have a tender heart when it comes to the things of God. Amen. Very good. All right. Did you? He said, "Oh, oh, it's not a grandmama bow." At Christmas, hey, we got a knife. Who had a knife? What do you got in there? Got a DVD. There you go. There you go. You can't go wrong with that, man. Study the word of God and grow into grace. Is there something else in there? Is there something else in there? Is there more? Oh, man, look at that. You can eat that while you're watching the movies. You're good. See, not only you get blessed, God is more than enough, isn't he? Amen. All right. All right, son. Let's see what we got. What do we got in here? You got another bag? <laughs> this is just like a. He's having a fish up. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
Line of Judah. Got another another video to grow in the Lord. Today is uh, a special day. And man, you know what? You can sit around with your, your baby girl and watch that one, can you? All right. Now that looks like a setup right there, doesn't it? <laughs> Let's see what we got. It's a lot. Larry gets too far away, you put this on his ankle. No. <laughs> you know what? He's got the key to all the things that try to shackle us and, and keep us away from God's best. So you know what? Enjoy that. I'm sure that you guys will find something to do with that. <laughs> oh, okay. What's got, sweetie? Oh, she's going to shine her light. She's got a little light. So now when Jake's going to bed and you can't leave the light on, you can turn this on and put it on your Bible and keep on reading. There you go. There you go. All right. Okay. Man, we got to get room up here. We'll make room. Oh, and more stuff. And more stuff. Look at that. Be a fisher of men. Amen. Awesome. Good job. Good job. I tell you what, we'll, re we'll recycle that one. <laughs> oh, man. Give the Lord a hand clap. We have a good time, do All right. Good deal. All right. Well, let's jump on into the message. Get everything going. It's good to have fun, isn't it? Share, share that candy, okay? <laughs> well, very good. If everybody's ready to roll, I'll tell you what, the story that we're going to be talking about is primarily in Luke chapter 19 through 28, uh, 28 through 47. And, uh, but I'm going to be talking a little bit more in detail about the scripture that we have on the board here, uh, John 12, 16. And it says, his disciples didn't understand at the time that this was a fulfillment of prophecy. But after Jesus entered into his glory, they remember what had happened and realized that these things had been written about him. You know, just like when we're looking at the big box, we think, man, sure, that must be the best thing. Or maybe something that wasn't wrapped real pretty or something. We might think, well, you know, maybe I'll just step by that. But, you know, when God looks at us, no matter how we're wrapped, he wraps his loving arms around us. Amen. See, that's the message right there. If we just went to, to, to the buffet from here, we took that message with them, we'd be all right. But there's more. Amen. So I want to share with you today that we celebrate Palm Sunday. And I want to give you a little behind the scenes of what's going on this awesome day. This is how Jesus comes to fulfill the mission, right? So Palm Sunday is the day that we remember the triumphant entry of Jesus into Jerusalem. It's exactly one week before the resurrection. And he's coming in. What does he come in on? A colt, a donkey, right? He comes on in. And they're, they're saying, Hosanna, Hosanna on the highest. Which means save us, save us, save us, you know? And so as we look, I'm going to unpack this a little bit more. Um, they were looking, like I said, they were looking. They had saw all the miracles that Jesus had done. And I want to also tell you this as I was studying out. Jesus had to come from Jericho and he was coming back into Jerusalem. He had to go through that same desert where he had been tempted and tested for 40 days. The enemy always wants us to take a different battle plan, a different route than what God has, Amen. But Jesus held the course, amen? He didn't go halfway to the cross. He went all the way. And so we celebrate that today as we prepare our hearts, as uh, we think about what great sacrifice Christ did. Now, when, when God's timing, well, God's timing is perfect. And I want to give you a little bit more behind the scenes. See, this is when they would bring, uh, bring the lambs in. And I, let me back this up. We know that they're celebrating freedom, okay? The Jews are celebrating freedom where they had been set free from the power of, uh, of Egypt, and God used Moses to deliver them, all right? You remember when they had they put the blood on the doorpost, the blood of the lamb, and the angels 
death angels passed over, just kind of bringing you up to speed. Well, this was a day that they remembered that and recognized that. How many know it's good to recollect and remember the promises of God? Amen. So this is a liberating time. They're excited, but they're still being oppressed by the Romans. And so they're kind of quiet and going, oh, this is good. This is good. But this is the day that the family would select a lamb without blemish to be slain as a remembrance of what he told them to do early on. All right. Y'all with me so far? I'm trying to trying to condense this down time wise. So as they come, the family's bringing their their lamb in. And uh, it's almost to say, God says, here's my sacrifice, the perfect lamb. Right. What did John say? Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. So Jesus comes on the scene. And there's only really two times that they talk about Jesus crying in the Bible. It was earlier when he was talking about Lazarus and, and raising him from the dead. And this time he said he had compassion. Because he looked at the people and the people were all excited. We know how people, they love you one minute and sometimes it didn't fit the bill. So, you know, they, they change up on you sometimes. Aren't you glad that God doesn't change up? Aren't you glad that God holds the course? So here he comes in. And just like here, over 500 years earlier, the prophet Zechariah prophesied about this. And he's fulfilling all this. It said they brought him in on a donkey, laid their clothes in front on the, on the donkey. And then they, they had palm branches set on the road. And they're saying, come on in, come on in. Matter of fact, if you study out some of the, the history on the palm branch, it said that that's kind of like our stars and stripes for our flag. That would be a way of them saying, hey, man, this is, this is liberty. Okay, so give me a little bit behind the scenes on that. So as he comes in, they're looking for that great king. And he is the great king, the king of kings and lord of lords. But they're looking for, like I said earlier, that military king to, to set them free from the oppression from the, from the Romans. And so he comes in, and what happens? As soon as he comes in, man, we love you. This is great. This is all this. Within a week's time, they say what? Crucify him. Crucify him. See, as we go through this week, let's, let's remember what Christ went through for us. Let's prepare our hearts and look at the special delivery that God brought through his son, Jesus Christ. Now this week, I really want to challenge you. I want to put it on the end of the slide. You know, invite somebody this week to church for next week, you know? Um, this, is, this is a great time. It seems like around this time and around Christmas time that maybe their hearts are a little bit softer, you know? Open to the things of the Lord. And remember, as a Christian, what we celebrate on Resurrection Day is the whole ball of wax. It's the whole thing, the death, burial, resurrection. That's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. So I want to go through and, and, and look around a little bit. And if everybody's got their sheets, we're going to jump on in there and see if I had any other thing I want to share with. If you guys want to go back and read the account a little bit more, you can go to Luke uh, 19, 28 through 47. And so we're just going to celebrate Palm Sunday. So what that is, it is when Jesus was coming in to Jerusalem the week before. It's actually his Passover, but the week before his resurrection. Amen. So we're doing good. Let's say jump on in. Amen. Good. So one of the things we see here is that they were looking for peace. The peace they were looking for was worldly. Amen. So, so they were looking for the right thing, but looking at it in the wrong context. See, a lot of times we do that. Have you, and I said this here, I just wrote in my have you ever been waiting for that mailman, the UPS driver to come on up and you're anticipating something, but maybe when it showed up, it wasn't in a different package than what you thought. Maybe it wasn't the size you thought it should be, uh, you know, made the way you thought it would be. And, and, you know, I really think that's what they were looking at. They were like, well, that's not that's not what we wanted. That's not what we thought was going to be the best. But let me tell you, God always knows what's best for us. Amen. In our current situation, if we're walking through things, you know, we might not be able to figure it out, but God sure has a plan 
for walking us through that. He never leaves us or forsakes us. Amen. So that's what I, they didn't realize that he was the king. He's the king of kings. And, they, and within a week, they say crucify him. Amen. That's, that's just a tough deal. But you know what? That was all part of God's plan. It was all part of God's plan. We're not going to wake up and catch God off guard. Amen. Special delivery. Let's keep on rolling. <coughs> so the peace, the peace that God offers is so much more. You know what? They would have probably settled. And I understand this. You know, I'm not knocking that. See, see, God's blessing outweighs the world's standards. If you want to write something down, there, that's a good thing to write. God's blessing outweighs the world's standards. Hey, I know that, you know, there's tough times that we go through. And I know that they were feeling oppressed. Matter of fact, as you read and study out a little bit, they were afraid that if they got too loud, got too rowdy, they were going to send the, the Roman garrison down there, the guards down there and have a big slaying. So for them to just even say, yes, 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 this is going on. They were stepping out in faith, but they were looking at the wrong backdrop. That's the best way I can say it. They were looking at the wrong backdrop. Today, we have the privilege of looking at the backdrop of the cross. But remember, he's risen. We serve a risen God, a risen God, a living God. Amen. So there's so much more that God has. What, is he, what does he give us? He gives us peace with God. See, this is what we look at. Through the sacrifice of Christ, we have peace with God. The wrath of God was poured out on the cross, so it was not poured out on you and I. And that's something to be excited about. See, sin was already dealt with. Your sin and my sin was already dealt with on the cross. Now, for us to partake of that and get the gift, we just got to trust God. We have to believe it. Amen? So let's keep on rolling with that. He gives us that peace. That passes all understanding. Now I want to talk about that just a little bit. When we grasp that we're not alone. How many people know? It's tough sometimes when you just feel you're the only one out there. You know, you could be in the, the Coliseum Mall. You can be in a crowd. And you feel like, man, I am the only one there. Well, let me tell you, God says, I'm here. I'm here and I'm with you. But see, through the sacrifice of Christ, we have peace with God. And, and once we grasp that we're not alone and we are a child of God through faith in Christ, it changes everything. I want to read a few things that it changes. It changes your eternal destination. Amen? Amen? Guess what? It changes our position from foreigner to family member. Amen? Right? It changes your relationship with others. It should. It really should. And I mean for the better. All right? And it should change your eyesight. Say what? Your eyesight. Yeah. It should change our eyesight. See, as I was putting this together, I said, you know, we need to extend his love and his grace to everybody. We need to see things as God sees them. We need to have the mind of Christ, the eyes of Christ. We talk about that most weeks because you know why? That's what we need. And God is transforming us and conforming us by the renewing of our mind through his word and the Holy Spirit that dwells in every blood-bought believer for choosing Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior who happens to be the only Lord and Savior. Amen. The only way to heaven. And, and he says, you know what? I will speak to you. I will show you enlightened things in the world. Just like the gifts that we have. You know, we had, well, we had a screwdriver. We do have to make course corrections in our life. We had the marshmallows. You know, we need, we don't want to have a hardened heart. We want to have that heart that's, that's durable. And, and, you know, where God can work with us and mold us into what he wants us to be. You know, the light that we can, we can be the light in the darkness. That we can, you know, be a lamp unto his feet, you know. And, and so there's so, with all those gifts that we're putting together, we had a little message with them. So if you're one that got one of the gifts, think about what that gift was and what it means in the spirit realm. But if you're one that did not get that gift, that's okay, because you've got the greatest gift. You've got Jesus Christ. Amen. That's the gift that we celebrate. Let's keep on rolling. So just like we said, well, he gives us peace to pass on to others. Now, I'm going to tell you what, if you're going through a tough time, you don't really need somebody to come over and pick out all the things that are wrong, do you? 
You really don't get it. Well, you know, if you'd have done that, that would have never happened. And you would have, and if you did, I mean, you get the finger pointing and all these things. But how does it feel when somebody says, hey, you know what? I don't know uh, how I can help in this situation, but I'm praying for you. Hey, you know what? I'm keeping my ears open. You know what? Hey, look, sometimes it's just hugging somebody. Sometimes it's just listening. Sometimes it's just knowing, you know what? You're not in this thing alone. We can be that mirror of Christ and we can pass on the peace to others. How do we do that? Because we're walking with the Lord. That doesn't mean that we don't ever get rocked. That doesn't mean, and, and everybody in here knows this, and, and a lot of folks are going through it right now. You know, as a Christian, it does not mean that you don't have tough times. It just means God is tougher than your times. Amen? And that's what we need to hold on to. And I tell you what, I want to I want to just say, I have been blessed when seeing uh, folks right here in our, our, our own church family have been going through some stuff. And when they've been squeezed, you know what's come out? More Christ. More Christ. And I'm going to tell you what, that is a blessing. It's not easy. It's not fun. But you know what? They are holding the course with the Lord Jesus Christ. And when people see that, what a witness that is. What a witness that is because they're going to go, man, you're going through, how are you going through this? And they might just say, I don't even know. I'm just holding on to the Lord. You know, hands off the wheel. I'm just trusting God for the moment, for right now, because things are so crazy. But God says, I'm going to give you peace. And see, as, as we look at the things of God, we know we can have peace with God because what Jesus Christ did. Amen. I'm going to give you a little word anchor here. John 14, 27. Jesus said, I'm leaving you with a gift. Peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So do not be troubled or afraid. Let's go back to this. And he says, the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. Now I tell you, many of us know that we try to chase things in the world, right, to get that peace. And it might, uh, it might last a season. It might not last a day. But the peace that passes all understanding is that relationship with when everything else is stripped away, you can count on Jesus, amen? When, when, when everything else, I don't care what the neighbors say, I don't care what the bill collector says, I don't care what the doctor says. We can rest in the Lord, amen? But you know what? The time to gear up on that and, and feed your faith is now. Because sometimes, like we said, I use the comparison in the storm. All of Most of us live in Bacosa, not all of us, we've been affected by some of the storms. It's kind of tough to put some of the, uh, the uh, what do you call them, sandbags up when the water's up to your neck, isn't it? So if we, we prepare a little bit, we can, we can come out a whole lot better. What I'm saying today is, just like with those marshmallows, as we keep our hearts pliable to the things of God, and we feed on the Word of God, and then we walk things out, we can be in the, in, in the right location to hear the Lord, to stop, to stay, to move, to hold. You know, and there's a lot of things that we pray about, you know, in, in the church. You know, we want to, Lord, we're listening what do you have for us? Lord, we're listening. What do you have for us? Because we do not want to get ahead of God. We want to walk in harmony and peace with God. And you know what? He is not the author of confusion. Amen. He is the one that, that knows when to say no, when to say wait, when to say go. And my prayer is this, is that we're listening, listening, listening to what God has us, not only individually, but corporately, because I love this here. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. I want to tell you, if you're investing more in the world than you are in the word, you're going to come up short. You're going to come up short. And I'm not talking about a lot of times people want to measure just like the tape measure. You know, how do I measure up? Well, I don't have this or I don't have that. I live over here, go over here. I didn't go to this school. I don't care what it is. If you want to look how you measure up, look how you measure up in Christ. You measure up just fine. 
If you're a young lady who's given their life to the Lord, say, you know what, you're a daughter, right? If you're, if you're a man and you've given your, or a young man and given your life to Christ, he says, hey, that's my son. Think about that. Remember what he said earlier? It should change our what? Most everything, right? Change our eyesight, you know? Look at things like he does, but also it changes our destination and it changes us from a stranger to a family. That's a good word. Good word. Well, guess what else he does for us? He gives us power. Somebody say power. Power. Oh, that didn't sound too powerful. Power. power. Oh, hey, yeah, that wasn't too convincing. Power. <laughs> now they're ready. Now we're ready. Come on, bring it on. So the power they were looking for was worldly power. Can you imagine when you're hurting, you say, take them out, Jesus. You know, we don't say, Lord, just love them. You know, when they were looking at him, they wanted, man, come on, take it out. I mean, they were ready. Let's go. But, you know, a lot of times we get like that. We just want, we want to stop the bleeding. We want to stop the, the hurt. We want to stop the pain. I can surely understand desire and peace. But God gives us that peace that passes all understanding. You know, these folks who rode hard, put away wet. My dad used to say that, man. Rode hard, put away wet. I mean, that's a tough one. And they were oppressed by the Romans, and they were just waiting for relief. And we can all probably think of a situation that we're dealing with or have dealt with. We just want relief. Make it go away now. But God is working things in that situation that could never be worked any other way sometimes. And it's not always a picnic, I want to tell you. I understand that. But I promise you this. When we come through the other side, you will see the power of God. You will see the love of God. You will see the grace of God that pulled us through. Amen. So what else does it do for us? The power we receive in Christ is so much more. Just like we were talking earlier. They wanted to be delivered from the oppression of the government. But you know what? If they'd have died, they'd have still went to hell if they didn't know Jesus is the Lord and Savior. I'm talking about big picture stuff here. Big picture ministry. I can sum it up one word. Jesus. Amen? That's the big picture. So what else do we do? He gives us power over sin. Yes, he does. He does. Let's take a look at that. When we think about that. We have victory in Christ because our debt has been paid. Complete from beginning to the end. Jesus broke down the wall of sin with the power of his shed blood. That sacrifice had to be bloodshed for that. Jesus brings life. Jesus brings life. You know, every time you see Jesus going somewhere, he's bringing life. He's bringing life. He's raising the dead. He's, he's healing things. He's, he's speaking life into the situation. And us, as being Christians, we should be doing the same thing. We shouldn't be coming in there with, with the old shovel left going, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I got to go again. We don't say, man, I'm ready. Yes, I have to tell myself that sometimes. Everybody going, sure. Yeah. But you know what? You know, you know how I do that? I start my day with God. And some days I got a whole lot more energy than others. But thank the Lord that He's faithful. You know, when we get up and we start out that day, we say, Man, I don't know what's going on. Now I'm gonna tell you what, as we go through stuff, we've said this many times. One phone call could change everything. It can, it can restructure your life. It can, it can make it a long, long, hard road. But I'm going to tell you what. If we wake up and fill up on God, he will get us through. Amen? Because we got power over sin. What else does he do for us? Power to overcome temptation. Just like we talked, Jesus had to come through that where he was uh, tempted in the desert for 40 days, right? So we look at this. Overcome temptation. The Holy Spirit living in us, Right? Gives us the inner witness to live for him. But if we turn the volume up on what Sally Sue said and what Oprah said and Dr. Phil and Dr. Bill or whoever else, Judge Judy, we're going to get some cross signals. But if we turn the volume up on what's going on in the word of God, we can work in the world. 
Amen. We can walk out in the world because we have power to overcome. The Spirit that, when we give our life to the Lord, the same Holy Spirit that rose Jesus Christ from the dead comes and dwells with us. We're sealed. You've got something to look up there. Ephesians 1, read that. I encourage you. Talk about we are sealed. We the guarantee that we have that He is in us and, and has us to bring us home. Amen. So we've got power over temptation. Guess what? Power to be saved by the gospel. Got a little story for you. You remember last week, right? I was at the grocery store trying to buy the lady's grocery, right? She wouldn't let me buy her groceries. She said, pass it on. I said, okay. Well, you remember the guy that was at the checkout line? He's like, somebody just buy it. You know, he's just doing his time. Somebody, please, just come on. Guess whose line I went through yesterday? I got him. I said, hey, man. He goes, hey, man, what's up? I said, how's your week been? He goes, oh. I said, isn't that something? And he gave me some change. He gave me a $1 bill. Oh, he was all mine. Then everybody comes in here. I love using the dollar bill, ripping it up, sharing the gospel. I'll show you sometime. I won't, I won't put you through it every week, but I use that as a tool. And wouldn't you know that everybody else that was getting ready to come up and get in line, it's just like God just using a little rudder. They were coming up to his line, they just step like this. And they come up this way, and they step over here. And I was like, man, I got the whole floor. I'm ready now. And the guy's looking. And I'm telling him about Jesus. And I'm telling him about this. And see, last week you just seen somebody try to buy somebody's groceries. And now he's telling, somebody's telling him about the good news of Christ. And he's going, I said, man, do you think you go to heaven or hell? He said, man, I'm just trying to get here by the skin of my teeth. I said, you don't have to, brother. I got some good news for you. He said, bring it. He's like, bring it. Hey, I'll tell you what. He had those little, you know those little gloves that you do the register with? Took them off. He was all in. He was listening. I was telling him about the Lord. And I went through the phone's ringing. And y'all know my, my uh, phone ringer goes, help me. I said, like, turn the phone back off. Uh, anything, man. People running around here and the door's going, choo, 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 choo. I said, I'm, I'm focused. I'm focused, Lord. I'm going to tell him. I got to share the plan of salvation with that guy. God's good. See, last week he just gave him a little glimpse. But this week he gave him the whole special delivery, man. And that guy said, man, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I said, no, I appreciate that. I said, we should appreciate what God's done. He said, man, I really appreciate that. He said, I'll see you next week. Okay, I said, okay. That's it. I guarantee you, boy. I tell you what, I might be. I might even get my own cart down there. I'm ready. And then I went. That was my first step. Then I go to food line. It's just a blessing. The, the, the girls down at food line. I talk about them often down there. They're a bunch of believers in there back there. And they're always so good to me. They said, "Hey, baby." I said, "Hey, how you doing?" I just stopped. I just put the cart over to the side. How y'all doing? What's going on? How's your mama doing? Everything. I said, "They ain't never met my mama. They just know I'm the grocery boy." And how's your mama doing all that? And then she said. I said, yes. She said, I just fixed a big pizza back here all the way you want to slice. I said, uh, no, I don't think so. She said, I was going to ask you first because I'm getting ready to tell everybody. I said, tell the world. Right? So I get over there by the sauces. Now everybody. We've got a giveaway and all that. But you know what? Had favor, didn't it? Not for any other reason. Taking a little time. God's working in that. And see, those are the things a lot of times we just pass by. Oh, no, thank you. I don't want to. I was like, thanks so much. You know, we can pass by these things and pass by these things. But man, I'll tell you that one guy back there with the hairnet back on, he's the only guy back there. He's making stuff. Pass by there. What's up? It's all right. Man, I'm thinking, where's the marble cake, man? I got to get out of here. You know? So, you know, I, I know that sounds crazy, but what I want to tell you, the practical application, God's working all the time. You know, a lot of times we don't see it. We don't see all the things that are going on. But God gives us power, right, to share the gospel message and be saved through that. Right? Power and authority over the enemy. How do we look at that? Let's take a look at this. We need to take up the shield of faith. By taking up the shield of faith, we are able to quench all the fiery darts of the evil one. It says all. If you want a reference for that, it's Ephesians 6, 16. 
God gives us power to overcome. He gives us the gospel message. Man, is that powerful? There's nothing more powerful, powerful than the gospel message. It takes you from being dead in your sin to alive in Christ. That's powerful. All right. But you know what? He puts a bow on it. He gives us some more promises, doesn't he? All right. Let's take a look at this. We have the promises of his resurrection. We have the promise of his resurrection. As we go into this week, we know, like we said earlier, we serve a risen God. See, when Mary and the others went to the tomb, it was empty. See, we look in there and they're looking around. Where's he at? Where's he at? He's gone. He is risen. Man, I ain't never been so, so excited about something like that in my life until I understood what it meant. That we serve a risen God, right? And we look at that. Jesus conquered death. And that means we have to, if we believe it. That means we have to. This whole thing's going to wear out. You know? But our spirit will live forever. And when we know Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we got it. Amen? But he wants to use you each and every day here to spread that promise of the gospel. Amen? Well, this is a good promise. His unconditional love. Man, we got that. His love is not based on maintaining the relationship, on performance, or anything else. It's the heart of God and his love that holds us secure. We are secure in Christ. I'm going to give you some word for that. Uh, John 10, 27. Looking at and reading those last few verses all up through about 30. It says, no man can pluck you out of my hand. Isn't that good to know? God holds our destination. But not only does he have our destination, he has our now. He has our future and he has our now. You know, I was writing the other day, I journal a few things, and I put some of the stuff on Facebook. And I said, I never get tired of somebody telling me they love me. Y'all ever get tired of that? Mm-mm. Bring it on. I tell you what, sometimes you just want to loop it. You know, you're having a bad day? Lean into that. But you know, sometimes we act like it just uh, costs something to tell somebody that, you know? Like you're paying by the syllable or something. I don't know what the deal is. But I'm going to tell you, time goes by fast. And, and I've had, a, I tell you, I think I've done three, three or four funerals, three funerals in the last three weeks. And I guarantee you, they'd love to hear it one more time from their loved one. And we never know when we're going. And like I said, when I preached the funeral of that, we can know where we're going. We can know where we're going. I'm going to tell you what. Every time when I hang up a phone call from my family and my friends, and if I hang up and say, I love you, you big guy, just accept it. Because I do. You know, I, I say that a lot. I don't just on the cuff, you know, say, hey, man, all right, love you. That's it. You know, something that I found out is, is, you know, I always go back to the neighborhood. I see some tough guys turn into a big bush, man, when God gets a hold of them. And that's okay. I ain't never been told that somebody loved me so much until I went back in the neighborhood after they found Jesus. They tried to kill me before, you know. Oh, man, you don't need a helmet on a motorcycle. Just ride it, you know. Come on. Oh, go long, go long, go long, go long. Throw that ball, boom, knock you down. I was like, get up. I was like, I think you broke a rib. They're like, you'll be all right. Be all right. Now, you know what? Did a, a, a funeral this week. And I'll tell you what. It was a privilege to, to have that opportunity, listen in all the right ways, for my, my friends and parents to say, hey, man, we would like you to speak on behalf of our sister and her mother. And as I stood up there and I saw all those faces and I saw all my friends, all I could think of, man, I want you to know how much God loves you. I want you to know about the promise of God. And, and you know, and my one buddy, he said, I just want to say a few things. And he got up there and he said a few things. He said, I'm sitting down because that brother's hot. <laughs> I said, okay. And the guy said, do you always get that excited? I said, man, I do. When it's about telling about the grace of God and the love of God and everything else. And then we had the promise that their loved one that gave their life to Christ. See, that's a celebration of life. 
That changes everything. Just like I said, it changes everything, our eyesight and everything else. You know what? We'll miss them when they're gone. But let me tell you what a celebration they're having. Can you imagine that? What a celebration our loved ones are having when they walk into heaven. Amen. Through the grace of God. Let's keep on rolling. His return for his children. He's coming back. How many know he's coming back? Might not know when, but I know that he is. All right. And that's good enough for me because his time is perfect. Right. Let's keep on rolling. His spirit. We got promise of the spirit to lead God and direct us. See, in, in the book of James, if you have, ever want to dig into some really good teaching, it's over the cover. But I want to hone in on the book of James. It talks about wisdom, right? Gives us some real good practical application. The spirit of the Lord leads us. I love that. When we look at how God works in our lives, the Lord communicates through to us through his spirit. The question is, are we listening? Are we listening? We'll turn the radio up. We'll turn the news up. And we start getting bombarded and we get saturated. And next thing you know, we just squelch out the spirit of the Lord. I say, turn up what God's doing. Listen to what God's doing. Tune into what God's doing and then walk it out. Amen. Well, let's take a look at this. We got promise of his faithfulness, his joy and his presence. Man, the Lord communicates through his spirit. I know I just said that. I want to tell you that again. He's speaking to us all the time. How are you growing in your relationship with God? Do we seek him first? See, a lot of times we'll get everything else going and we give him what's left over. Last night when I was working on this, I just sat down and I just shut up for a while. I know that's, that's a miracle in itself, right? <laughs> and I sat there and I said, Lord, I've been talking about you all day long. But Lord, forgive me, I don't think I've talked to you very much at all. And I just shut it all down. That's it. That was the last thing. Boom. I just listened. I just listened. And you know what? I didn't hear nothing at first. And I kept on listening. And I thought about, he just drew me back, back to that. Sorry. Drew me back to that peace. That's the first time I shut it down all day long, running from sun up to sundown, going, jumping, going, talking, all this stuff. See, I, I, I was all about God's work, and that's a good thing. But sometimes, I'm going to just be honest, I could leave him on the porch. You know? I said, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just want to do what you want me to do. See, I get excited about that. And, and, and there's something to be excited about. But you know what? Don't take off and leave him. He's always with us. Don't get me wrong. But we can get out there driving that boat. And we can get out doing a few things. And uh, that's what God showed me yesterday. He just said, I just want, you, I just want to spend some time with you. See, we think sometimes we got to go out and take the long paths and we got to do this and get into the work. I know there's so much stuff got to be done and I, I'm ready to roll and, and so much of the team. And let me just tell you, I really appreciate all everybody does here. Week after week, song after song, uh, you know, slide after slide, everything else, the giving, the praying and doing. Man, let me, let me tell you, there's a lot behind the scenes and I'm very, very, very grateful for, for all the folks that God has, has put around us to do that. But... Uh, as I go to that, I just think about his faithfulness, even when I'm running off and doing whatever. I think about his joy that he gives us that passes all understanding. And, and, and the joy that we have is not the joy of the world. We have that. See, the joy of the world is more like emotions. Everything's going good, you're doing good. Everything's going bad, you're doing bad. And it's like this. See, it's based on emotions. But see, the deep-rooted joy of the Bible is based on Jesus Christ, amen, who never changes. That's the promise we have in him. Amen. Give you a little something to think about right here. First Chronicles 16, 11 says, seek the Lord in his strength. Seek his presence continually. You know, that's what, the, when I read that, that's just, man, I was doing his business. I was, I was doing this. I was doing this. But 
I was giving him what's left over, even in the midst. I want you to kind of this week really think about, are we spending time with him first? Because if we're spending time with him first, everything else is going to grow out of that, amen? Everything else is going to grow right out of that. And it says, seek his strength. Sometimes I have to be honest while I'm so tired. Trying to do it in my strength. Sometimes people remind me of that. And I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I go, they're right, they're right, they're right. And I have to go, Lord, whew, I need to get in step with you. Just like we had that little meter. You know, I thought about that. We need to keep in step with God. I don't need to run off ahead of him. I don't want to. But I see so much going on. I go, okay, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go. Come on, you know. People coming by, we got to share Jesus with them. We got to do this, we got this going on. Sunday's coming, Sunday's coming. And he says, rest in me today. Just rest in me today. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be there. And if it's not, you'll be with me, so it's okay. So you win any way it is when you got Jesus, amen? That's his promise. And I just want to share with you now. Uh, you know, a lot of times we close our eyes and we concentrate and all this. I'm going to ask you straight up. Do you have the promise of Jesus Christ in your life? Do you have the promise of Jesus Christ in your life? You say, well, what do you mean? Do you know that Jesus Christ died for your sin? Do you know that he rose again? And have you ever asked him to forgive you of your sin? I can't make it any simpler. God couldn't make it any more perfect. That is absolute perfection. Jesus Christ. You don't have to get wrapped around all the theological ideas and everything else. Good theology is Jesus. That's it. Last week, somebody asked me, well, are you a Baptist preacher? I say this often. That's one thing I want to know. Are you a Methodist preacher? And you know my answer. I'm a Jesus preacher. I'm a Jesus preacher. Because that's what I see in his word. And we want to lift him up. We want to lift the Lord up. So if you're here today and you say, buddy, you know, I, I hear what you're saying, but I, I've never made Jesus Christ the Lord of my life by asking him to come into my life. Right here, right now, I'm just going to ask you, this is your prayer. If this is your prayer by faith, he says, confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. If that's your prayer today, pray it. But before you leave here, say, hey, Pastor, I prayed that prayer. You know why? Because we want to stand with you and say, you know what? That's awesome. Let's keep on rolling with it. Let's keep on going. Now, your salvation is secured right then, there. That's a done deal. Amen? Give me an amen, Mike. We think. Amen. That's it. Need a little help over here. Because you know what? It's just amazing how God works. He'll take you right where you are, but he loves you too much to leave you there. You say, well, I just don't know about all the things I've done. He does. He didn't stop him. Still special delivery. He still came in. Came in on that donkey, knowing that they didn't understand everything. Don't think you're going to figure it all out. All you got to do is trust. They call on the name of Jesus. Don't make it hard. God did the hard part. If you're here today and you say, I've done that, buddy, but it's been a rough week. It's been a rough year. It's been a rough life. I don't know what you're walking through, but I'm going to tell you that God is a forgiving God. God is a loving God. And he knows the beginning from the end. And he says, I take away all the sin. Right here, right now. Just say, Lord, I'm coming back to you. Right the way I am. And you know what? Sometimes we got to do that hourly. We got we to just adjust, make the adjustment. Let me tell you, I never come up and stand here without getting before the Lord and say, Lord, you know, I need you. I need your help. You know, I know I missed the mark. We talked about it last week. You know what? We, we can miss the mark, but only Jesus can set us free and back on the path. Amen. Everything we said here today, everything you hear, I pray that you understand about the special delivery of God's love. Son, amen.
Jesus' name.